afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Men Nation. This is Dr. Farnan and... And this is Dr. Lanier. Yes, I took a little hiatus from emergency surgery last week, so it's great to be back, Dr. Lanier. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you. I missed you so much. I miss Zuzu here, Zodiac, so much laying by our side. And of course, I miss our wonderful guests who we're about to introduce. So March is Women's History Month. Oh, that's the, and part of Dr. Farnan's month because I am indeed sometimes so invested in women's history. Uh, but we just celebrated International Women's Day this week and working with Dr. Lanier and having so much respect for International Women's Day and so on and so forth. Last right, last week, which I had missed, we invited Dr. Fabri from Music City Primary Care to talk to us, who's an incredibly intelligent female physician. This week, we have Mrs. Summit International, Jim Wood, to discuss how to be a role model to kids. And Dr. Lanier would love to introduce her to our audiences. Absolutely. I don't know if I can follow that energy, but absolutely. Um, Jim was born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee. She's a wife, a mother of two beautiful girls. She's also a model and actress. She's also honored to be national and international pageant title holder. Through pageantry, she hopes to set a positive example for her daughters and provide the representation and inclusion she did not have as a child. Welcome to Medination, Jen. So before we dive into today's topic, do you want to share with our audiences a little bit about you outside of doing the pageant and a couple other things about what do you like doing in your free time? So go ahead. Okay, so thanks again for having me in my free time. <laughs> um, I really enjoy horticulture. We have a huge garden at home. We have lots of chickens. Um, we have over 100 house plants. Over 100? Over 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I kill all my plants. How do you I, give them a life? I don't know. I just have a really, I just have a green thumb. I can help you, though. It's a natural touch. TLC yeah. <laughs> is what it is. Like, I can look at the plant and know what they need. Like, oh, it's wow. weird. It's oh, wow. weird. Besides that, I really enjoy baking. Um, I do it a lot when I've got, like, a lot going on mentally. Yeah. So if I'm angry, I go and I bake, which oh, is wow. good, but also bad, because we bake a lot. <laughs> um, but I also like bouldering a lot, too. So okay. that's what I do. So Maybe baking, you know, a different way of distressing, which is oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah. Do you bake with your daughters? Yes, absolutely. They They usually want something with rainbow sprinkles. Um, lots yeah. of cupcakes, lots of cookies, but that's a, that's a favorite of my household. <laughs> yeah, rainbow sprinkles on everything. Like I could put it on eggs, yeah. and they would be happy. I would rainbow. Eat, I would sprinkle <laughs> on eggs like a five-year-old, so I'm okay with that. But yes, rainbow sprinkles they hit in my house too. Anything uniform, rainbow. Yep. Do you guys realize we all have two daughters? I know. Uh, it's, it's crazy. And I, love every bit of it. I love every bit of it. I do too. I think it's easier to have you know daughters for now when yeah. you're little than boys. Yeah. Later, you know, teenage years. I don't know if it's going to be easier. I mean, I'm the oldest of five, and I have two brothers and two sisters, and I don't know. They're they're both crazy. Yeah, I, I think boys though. You know, and thinking yeah. about it, I think boys are a lot easier in the beginning. Yeah. And of course, I mean, guys have their fair set of hormonal changes, as we all know. Uh, Do so, tell us about uh, that. You know, please, I can elaborate. That, that's for another podcast episode, everybody. I think, I think girls are a blessing, and I, I love it. I'm a, I am the quintessential girl, girl dad. You are. Yeah. Uh, I can dress up in tights, and I can sashay. As you should. I, as you should. I love that. I love that. <laughs> let's, let's get into the, you know, the nitty-gritty here. We know, and, and as we introduced, and Dr. Lanier said, we talked about your successful pageantry and your your pageant title holder. What made you What made you decide to compete in the pageant? 
So, you know, we were all kind of cooped up for a while, um, especially with little children. I saw somebody on my Instagram who had competed and I was like, you know what? If this mom of six can do this, I think I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it as a joke. And so I told my husband (laughs) and he was like, no, you've got this. Let's go. And so I submitted my application and there's radio silence. Like I heard nothing from the pageant, the director, nothing. And then a month before the competition, she called me and also texted me. And I was like, okay, this is, this is not real. Right. And um, she reached out and it was the real deal. And I got first runner up um, and a few other awards. And then from that opportunity, it just streamlined into being asked to be a national title holder and going on to this um international competition that I ended up winning so that is amazing yeah but is there something that you know keeping you in there what is you know something about pageantry that you, you got into you like one I mean growing up I did competitive dancing for years. And so I just always thrived and enjoyed being on stage. Um, And so I knew that that wouldn't be a big, you know, fear of mine going into this. But I just I really just wanted to set an example for my sister, uh, my younger sister, because she's just not in middle school because we've got a really big age gap. But also for my babies, because I mean, when I started the pageantry journey, I started coaching and, you know, Um, My coaches were asking me, like, why I wanted to do this? What was my inspiration and everything? And it's just I wanted to set a good example for my daughters so they could see, you know, that their mom could do whatever she wanted to achieve. But, you know, that they could as well. So do do you ever now that, you know, you're in this pageantry and title world, would you ever see your your daughters as being a part of it? Or would you want your daughter or would you advise against it? I mean, like anything, there there's good and there's bad. And unfortunately, even though I've been in it a short time, I have experienced both. Um, but I'd say the the positives definitely outweigh the negatives one hundred percent. In what way? Um, if you have to compare it, what are the positives and what would be the negatives? Um, I don't really want to get into the nitty gritty of yeah. the negatives, <laughs> but the positives, um, honestly, like walking into my first pageant, it made me just leading up to it, it made me, honestly, it's like cheesy as it sounds, it made me find myself again, because yeah. my whole world was my kiddos, right. you know, because they're so small. But through that, I realized I lost a lot of myself. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was really, it was really nice to just, you know, pay attention to myself, what I needed, you know, working out, taking care of myself a lot better than I had been. Um, and just finding what my passions were again. So, so self-care yeah you found self-care yeah and also um what about confidence even though you had your confidence but you didn't know that was taken away raising kids and mm-hmm. yeah you felt like you found that as well yeah because you know i just was st- stuck in this mindset i'm just like mom i'm gonna be in my sweats right. and everything crazy bun but then once i you know had my nails done and yeah. you know it was tanned and everything i was like whoa hey i like this this is this is nice what is the intellectual aspect of pageantry? Most people, they look at it and they mm-hmm. say, hey, it's more superficial. It's yeah. Just, you know, can you talk into that a little bit? Yeah, so a lot of pageants, you have to do an onstage question. But before you even do the big competition that's on stage, you have to do a one-on-one interview with the judges. And that usually is at least 50% of your score. So if you bomb that, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't look so well for you. Um, when I did the international uh, pageant just 
just in January, I actually got the best interview award, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, I went into it just being open and honest and, you know, giving the best answers I thought I could give. So how do you prepare for pageant usually? I had some really good friends behind me who had previously competed and they wanted to help me. Um, so they, they taught me how to walk right because you have to walk in six inch heels, which I know we've talked about. Yeah. That was one of my first questions. Do you ever, you were like, don't do it. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't ask a pedagogy. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, take them off right now. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, they just, they just kind of took me under their wings and helped me figure out all of the tiny aspects, you know, from wearing the right clothes, presenting yourself well, and just going into it with, you know, as much confidence as you could. So making a segue full circle, <laughs> my question to you is what percentage of you pageant girls actually had foot issues? Bringing it back to podiatry world, I think that's an excellent question. You guys have to wear nice heels, you yeah. stand there, you walk, and you learn your little walk. At what point, what percentage would you say of your girlfriend colleagues? I would say 100%. And if they don't, they're lying. Yeah. When I did my first pageant right. in, what was it, August? Yeah my feet were numb for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I think I broke something, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So, so with that said, the ladies of the pageant space, please contact Cutting Edge Foot and Ankle here in Nashville for all your foot and ankle care needs. Me and Dr. Lee are absolutely here for you. Numbness, pain, heel wearing, we think anything you guys need. Thank you for that. That was great. A little, a little shameless, You're very welcome. A little shameless plug. Thank you very much. Um, so another question for you too is, I know part of the summit pageants, I got a chance to kind of research a little bit about the background in terms of the overall mission statement, right? And I know it's to connect different ethnicities and, and to exchange ideas of positivity, how to make the world a more positive place. And I know there's a lot of negativity going on along with talks of war. Clearly, if anyone doesn't know, I mean, they're living under a rock with gas prices. Um, but how do you stay positive and peaceful in a world like today? Or I would say the biggest thing is you need to focus on yourself. And if you have, you know, a family, children, you need to focus on those four walls, you know, because you are the one who's setting those examples. You are the one setting the tone for that environment. And even though the world might be crazy going on, you know, you know, like we're going through now, um, if you can have that control and the power over just like your space and how to like direct them and talk to them, I think that's really important. But, you know, you're not going to be perfect. Right. Um, and not everyone has the privilege of doing that. But, you know. I agree. I think that's an excellent answer. I think controlling what you can't control. Yeah. Right? A lot of people, you know, can complain about what's going on. It's a terrible thing that's happening right now. But, I mean, you can control what you can control right now. Yeah. Right. And one of my men's coach patients that I've had have always said, he's like, Dr. Farnan, he's like, I've been a men's coach for years. He's like, you seem stressed out about stuff that is in the future, stuff that you can't control right in this instant. He's like, focus on what you control right now in this moment. And I was like, well, I can control your feet right now. <laughs> but, you know, and I was like, all jokes aside, but like you said, you can control what's, you know, within your four walls and how you present it to and be a role model for your kids and how you present it to, and including your husband. Right? Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, I think that's an, an, an excellent expression of that answer. So um, another question too, what advice, given everything you know now, would you give your 18-year-old self if you can go back? I would say it's okay to be different and to always speak your truth. Um, sometimes it's a little awkward. It's a, it's, 
it adds a lot of pressure, but every time I've done it, it always, I don't know, it's just been really empowering yeah. um, and just being able to share that just authentically. Yeah, I know, it makes sense, I think. And having kids mm-hmm. in the U.S. and coming from a different, different culture, you and myself as well, I can relate to that in, in some instances. And um, I think being yourself and believing in yourself and being who you are, believing in that, that's the start. And everybody will, will believe that. If you believe that, everybody yeah. will believe it. They don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, who was a positive uh, role model in your life? I would say my mom. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I'm the oldest of five. She had me when she was young, um, but she has been through so much. Our family has been through so much. Through it all, she has always just been like, let's push forward. We are strong. We're going to get through this. One of my favorite things she's bought for my girls is raised by strong women. Of course, my husband plays a great role in raising them, but I mean, they have a great, great grandmother. And one great grandmother. Oh, so wow. I think I think they are being raised by many strong women. That is um, incredible. Yeah. I'm still stuck by you just started pageantry for fun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should do that. Maybe I should just submit I, for one. Just go for it. Happen. Why not? I'm speaking, I'm speaking my truth. Like, I think I'm cut out for it. I think I'm just gonna apply for one and, and a male one. Yes, I think please. there That's are male ones. 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 There are male, please. Like, you know, I'm not, you know, one side or the other, but and it's okay. You can be confident. You know? Yeah, you know, and just see what happens. Yeah. I think I can go out there. I'll and go for you. I think I can be <laughs> the next Calvin Klein underwear model. I'm not saying a Calvin Klein model out How there. How about foot model? There you go. I fixed feet. Now my feet are a little. But, you know, <laughs> thinking my truth here, my feet probably aren't the prettiest, and they're decent. But again, like I said, after seeing feet all day. But all that said, I agree. I think it's it's completely crazy your story how you've become so successful, and literally it was a joke. Yeah. You're like, let's just try this out, and that just but, shows but believe the faith. Yeah, it's a joke, but you have put work into it. Right? I put work into it, yeah. and one thing is, I just. I never wanted to be something I wasn't. And I honestly think going into, you know, this world, because it truly is like a world of its own, um, just having myself very grounded and knowing what I would and would not compromise on um, was important. And I think that that showed through to the judges. I mean, I think, I think so since I I, I won. And also what you said about 50% of the pageantry is an exam, right? Uh, well, I mean, you, I mean, for us, for this um, pageant, I, I had to walk into a theater. Um, they had a long table filled with judges, and they just went around asking me questions back to back to back. And I had to, I either had to, you know, stand strong and give a good answer, or honestly, I felt like running away. But I somehow. And that's the part that I didn't know. Yeah. Like a, lot of a lot of people don't know. Don't know that. They think it's just, you know, walking on stage yeah. Yeah, and everything. Pretty. Yeah. So my question to you, Gwen, relating back to the production <laughs> world, at what time and how nervous were you during stage processes and such? Were you nervous about falling downstairs? If there were stairs or just, or, or just yeah. falling in general in heels, you know, you really got to think about it, the walk, the dress. Um, I mean, I practiced a lot. Yeah. I, it, I had it very well rehearsed. Um, 
in rehearsals and everything, all the girls were wearing their six inch heels constantly, and I was literally barefoot or in tennis shoes. So the trick, the I feel like I gave my body the rest it needed. That, that's so, so were you? Did you wear heels a lot before the pageantry? Um, before having kids, yes. Okay. After having kids, not so much. <laughs> yeah, and also your, you know, your feet change after pregnancy. I don't know about yeah. you, mine. I still have some edema at the end of the day. You know, it's a little flattened as well. So the arch has dropped a little bit. Yeah. So I don't know how it's for you, but I think probably wearing heels before your pregnancy and after might be a little different for you. Oh, yeah. Um, I have endometriosis. Um, and so it would just like cause me a lot of pain just yeah. to wear it. Um, but I've gone through PT and surgery and everything. So it's fine now, but. Yeah. So, you know, looking forward, you know, what's on the horizon for you? <laughs> I just want to take a nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, agree. Yeah, I think all three of us can agree with that. I mean, it's kind of, I'm not going to lie, it's been an exhausting week. Uh, but I agree with that statement. A long, long nap would be fantastic. But really, though, you know, any future pageants coming up, or are you, you kind of putting that to the side for now and just, you know, obviously focusing on the family, which I know you do already? But. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would never say never. Um, it would be fun to compete again, but I think I think this is probably a really big honor, I think, um, to hold an international title. Um, they have offered me the position of being the director of the United States pageants for this system. And so I think I'm going to try focusing on that because right. through that I can, you know, empower and yeah. inspire other women. Oh, yeah. See, you have empowered so many, so, so many little girls so far. I'm empowered by you. <laughs> You know, you. just having, she just started for, for a, joke. a joke, and she started after having two kids. Right. I mean, anything is possible. Yeah. See, see, and here I thought you were superwoman, and then now we have another superwoman, and then I think, yeah. like, all, all, all women are superwoman. Yeah. Of course, in their own right. <laughs> I, I agree with that. My, my wife is a superwoman as well. Um, but it's just amazing to hear that. It's amazing to hear the story. It's amazing to hear the woman behind the story and everything that you do, and we appreciate everything that you do. Yeah. It's, Thank it's you. It's a beautiful thing. We usually ask our guests uh, before the end of the show, there's a joke they want to, a pageant joke, or, oh, you know, they want to share. <laughs> oh, no. It's our pun. Oh, no. Okay. Um, I have no idea. Okay, how, about, how about this one, then? You have a quote that you live by, a mantra. Yes, I that. I think that's great. I think yeah. you wake up in the morning, and you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those long days. But do you have a mantra you say to yourself? Something that always goes through in my mind that my mom has said ever since I was little was yeah. just life is all about what you make of it. Right. So, yeah. you know, if I want to sit and cry one day, I guess that's what I'm going to make of my day. But yeah. you, at the end of the day, have the power and the choice to make your day what you want it to be. I like that. And that would close our show. Yeah. So everybody, you know, thank you. <laughs> for joining us. We really appreciate you. It's a, such a beautiful and, and hilarious and funny story and empowering story all in one, which is absolutely incredible. But everybody, we'd like to, again, thank you for listening. Stay tuned for next week's guest as well. We'll hint on that as the week goes. Subscribe for our social media because, you know, Cutting Edge, Med Nation, Dr. Lear and myself are so prominent on social media. Follow LinkedIn, or well, LinkedIn too, but follow Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it, we're everywhere. Thank you guys for listening for another week.